This is Brian. This is Mike. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week we're playing Balderdash. Balderdash. Classic. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I, don't I just say that for every game. You do say that for every game. <laughs> Even non-classic games, it's just funny to say. Okay, before we begin, we should maybe explain, because I don't know if they can hear it or not, there's a Michael Jackson concert going on next door. <laughs> My landlord is working on one of the apartments over here, and they're they're Blasting. rocking out to Michael Jackson's greatest hits. So Dirty Diana's on right now. Right. Can you hear that, guys? A couple of episodes ago, we interviewed uh, one of the members of the band Steam Power Giraffe, and we had a little contest, and we're going to... Have- Draw the for the winners Yay. out. In a hat. What kind of hat is that? It's a hat that says... Buster Cherry Pies. <laughs> dirty. I don't get it. What's dirty about it? Buster huh? Cherry? Oh, Buster <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> I'm slow today. So Why are you slow? You've had like 28... I drank that on the way. I uh, On the way over here, I drank about... Like, I'm not exaggerating. I, I said 50 shots of espresso. That's exaggerating. I think it was like 10 shots of espresso in a cup glasses with new? half and half. No. I had contacts last time, remember? I don't know, but I guess I've never looked at your con- glasses before. They just look different for some reason. <laughs> nope, they're old. Maybe Can my- I pick? Yeah, do you want to pick? Here. So you have like multicolored papers. Like last time. Um... I'm going to pick turquoise. I don't know who's on it. I just picked... Well, you shouldn't just see what colors they are. I can't see are. anything. <laughs> okay. You, turquoise. And the winner is... You tell him. <laughs> this uh, is from... Well, well, there were two ways to enter. You could either leave a comment on our blog, or you could retweet. This was a retweet, and his name is Israel. Yeah. And that or is, maybe it was the country. Maybe the actual country retweeted it. <laughs> the entire country of Israel wins. Is it Israel? That's a lot of CDs. Um, and the Twitter username is at IMONT201. I hope that's a real person and not spam. Can spam retweet? Why would they retweet? I don't know. So congratulations Yay. at IMONT201. Israel. Good yeah, job, Israel. dude. Um, we'll be contacting you and we'll figure it all out and it's yeah, going to we'll be send you a message. grand old time. Yeah. Let me put the hat away now. Buster Cherry. God. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. Okay. So we're going to play Balderdash now. Yes. And this is a board game. Um, it kind of has to do with bluffing. It has to do with vocabulary kind of. And it's based on a classic parlor game called Dictionary. It's interesting because it's a trivia game, but you don't need to know any trivia to play it. Right. And you know what? In fact, it almost works better if you don't know any of the words because they use very obscure, difficult words that you probably don't know anyway. Harder than SAT words. Right? Yeah, but did you just say that it was based on the game dictionary yet? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) Future might cut that part out. (laughs) 
I, I'm having brain freezes where I can't remember things. Do you want to talk? Do you know who Elaine Bozler is? Yes, but that's okay. not how you say her name. You say it then because I don't okay. know her name. There was Bozler? a. Uh, can I talk now? <laughs> okay, go. Bossler, maybe? Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just did that to make you mad. <laughs> there was a television show based on the game that aired on the PAX network. Do you remember the PAX network? Kind of, yeah. It was very Christian y. Yeah. And it was hosted by comedian Elaine Boozler. What is, is she that? up to today? Who is she that? was very popular in like the eighties. She has um, very permed blonde hair. I'm assuming she looks the exact same. She probably doesn't. Yeah. Um, she was one of those late lady comedians that wore like the the big shoulder pad. You're describing all of them. And I know rolled up like sleeves. The, am I right, ladies? And a boat <laughs> like a tie sometimes or suspenders. Yes, she was very 80s. I don't know who I she think. is, and I just described her because she's an 80s comedian. You did. <laughs> and she was probably on other TV shows, but I can't think of what. They were. I'm going to have to Google her because I, I have no idea who yeah, she is. Google her. Uh, so the object of this game, this isn't a test of your knowledge. It's, in fact, you're not expected to know the real answers to any of the questions in this game. The main object really is just to make up answers that are going to bluff the other players. Right. And points are awarded for fooling other players as well as for choosing the real and often unbelievable answer. Right. And we're about to tell you how we're going to play the game. Uh, this game works better with more people than two. Right. There is a way to play it with two people, and that's how we're going to play it. But we're not going to go into the whole how to play it with normal groups of people. Sure. Um, so the contents of this game, there's a uh, deck of cards. Hear that? <laughs> a game board, uh, six tokens, a die, and then there's bluffing pads and... Um, a rule sheet and everything. We're not going to use the bluffing pads because we don't really need them for the way we're playing it. With two. With two. So to figure out who's going to go first, we'll roll the die. Right. And then the highest roller will be the first dasher. Right. Now, this is my friend Meredith's game that I borrowed. And I'm not sure how she plays this game, but she's never opened this. What? <laughs> she's never played this. No, she has because in the box there are the, bu- the bluffing sheets. Many of them and are she- filled out. But what? she has never used tokens or the die. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe so. She, I feel a little weird opening this. But maybe she has intense OCD and she like sterilizes and reseals <laughs> the bag every time. Oh, she doesn't have intense OCD. <laughs> Meredith brings her lunch to work and she doesn't put it in the refrigerator. Oh. And I always ask her Does why. She like bring like yogurt or cottage cheese. She'll bring cold things that you would typically want Ew. to keep cold until lunch, but she says they'll be fine until lunch. And she also doesn't microwave things. Well, she doesn't have to. They are like room temperature. Exactly. That's so weird. I'm going to open. Hi, this. Meredith. By the way, if you're listening, does Hi, she Meredith. listen? Occasionally. Well, if you tell her she's on this episode, she'll probably listen. She, we talk about you. Probably she will in about six months. Oh, really? Yeah. If somebody so, told me they mentioned me on a podcast, I would say, like, hold on a second. I have to go listen to that. But you're a podcast listening person. I'm also she very does, self-involved. I had to actually show her how to do it. Oh. Like, she doesn't even have an iPod or anything. Oh, she's one of those. She's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here, we'll roll the die. Figure out who goes first. Brian got a three. three. I can beat that. Four. <laughs> yes. What color do you want to be? <laughs> Mike's going to be orange. I think I will be purple. Okay. Well, what's the difference two between purples. these colors? Yeah, this is purple. This is fuchsia. sort of fuchsia. Is that what it's called? And then there's a teal. 
And then there's just classic red and black. I would go with the fuchsia, but it's up to you. I don't like the fuchsia. I want the purple. I don't like that. <laughs> so basically, one player... You're in a mood today. <laughs> one player chooses any one of the five words on the card that they draw and then flips the card over and in a random order will read aloud the five definitions that are on the back. Only one of them matches up with the word that they picked. The other player then has to choose which one he believes to be the correct definition. And if right, he scores two points and moves two spaces on the board. Now, Mike and I had a discussion about this before. I find the rules of this game, and they may have updated them since this game was published, very confusing. Because they talk a lot about points. points. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, you don't keep score in this. There's no score sheet. It's The points just... The points, indi- I believe, indicate moves on the board. Exactly. So if, I, if I'm awarded... Because when we play with multiple players... You can win three points, you can win two points or one point, and those are how many spaces you move each round. So instead of calling them points, they should just call them how many moves Moves, you win or whatever. Whatever. So basically, if I trick Brian, then I'm going to score one point or one move, and play continues back and forth until somebody reaches finish. And it's a very short board, too, so... I don't think this game game. wouldn't be very long. Now, wait, hold on a second. If you guess the correct definition, you score one point? Two points. Oh, and if you score, if you don't, I score one point. Right. The reader score. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Two step forwards, I take two steps back. All right, let's kick this pig. Together, because I'm <laughs> attractive, you know. Pick a word. Quiff. <laughs> a fart from the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> um, okay, here's the five definitions. Okay. A piece of ornamental glass, a bale of wood that weighs 2,290 pounds, hair that is slicked back with grease, a twisted filament present in a what's this word? Chromatid, chromatid during all stages of cellular mitosis. Or pertaining to a husband who lives with his wife's parents. I'm going to do ornamental glass. That would be incorrect. And so you move forward. So I move one forward. What was it? You have to tell us. Oh, sorry. What is a quiff? (laughs) Hair that is slicked back with grease. Yeah. I thought for sure that one couldn't have been it. I find the pertaining to a husband who lives with his wife's parents that there's even a word for that unusual. What is the word for that? Loser. You, yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. Um, Unemployed. X or, wait, X or I local. X or I local. That's not a word. Balderdash is a lying game. Do you know who hates Balderdash? Do you remember? No. Should I know this? Yes, you should. Remember, Madge doesn't like it. From, oh, really? From Dave and Madge. Or Madge and Dave. Oh, I do remember because she would go sit on the couch, she said. Right. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, Brian, you ready? Yes. Your word is bobesh. Bobesh. Okay. Is bobesh a metal strip from which coins have been cut? A cannon mounted and fired from a camel? Mortgaged or pond? A wax cutter fitted around the top of a candlestick? Or an Indian moccasin which goes halfway up the lake? I'm going to say an Indian moccasin. An Indian moccasin is called a larigan. A bobesh is actually a wax catcher fitted around the top of a candlestick. Oh, so you got the forward one. 
Ding. Do we not need this die anymore then? <laughs> no. What a silly game. This game has a lot of stuff you don't really need. I'm feeling a lot better this week, but I have a horrible allergy attack today. I'm, while you're coked up on exp- espresso. Is it espresso? Yeah, there's no X in it. But people say espresso. I know, it drives me crazy. Um, I just call it evil juice. Mm. Um, I'm coked up on Zyrtec today. Does Zyrtec make you sleepy? No, but it makes me jittery. Oh, same thing then. Yeah. And you should try espresso, see if it helps with your allergies. I don't like coffee. I can't stand it. Espresso, you just open your throat. It's It's like tequila. (laughs) Has nothing to do with the flavor. I don't know if I can drink tequila anymore either. Oh, God. I had a bad experience with tequila. (laughs) 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 Several, actually. Too bad, so sad. All right. So, Brian, I turned 30 in like. 12 days. How do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> if you asked me a few months ago, I'd be like, 30 is just a number, no big deal. It's but starting to hit you now. Now though. that it's like so close, it's kind of like a little scary. I mean, what's the big deal? But There's no big deal. Your 30s are going to be awesome. There, I just feel like, and now I know that 20, 25, 29, they were all the same way, but 30, I feel like there's no turning back. Like, I know that there was never any turning back, but it's, like, definite this time. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and I'm going to get a tattoo Okay. for my 30th birthday. Have you decided what it's going to be? I have two options, and one is kind of ridiculous. Which is? Lorium Ipsum. <laughs> okay. Just because it means nothing. Right. I think that'd be funny. But do I want something funny on my body forever? Well, I don't know. And then the second one is my mom always tells me, like when she gives me advice, she has this like story, which I don't remember, but the moral of the story or the lesson is you can choose to be pitiful or powerful in any situation. So if you're down and out, she says, now she doesn't say like the story, she just says pitiful or powerful. And then she starts explaining how you can like choose to be powerful in a situation. Right. So I was just thinking pitiful or powerful, like right here in my arm. Oh. And then... But will that, like, make people, like, you're asking people, is my muscle here pitiful or powerful? Oh, God, I didn't think about that. Because <laughs> Mike pointed at his bicep when he said where it was going to go. Oh, I didn't think about that, really. <laughs> I think you have some more options to think about that. Well, I don't want, oh, my God. I don't want to put it anywhere, like, I was thinking I'm along my ribs, but then I have to show people this if I show them my tattoo. That's true. Which I don't want to show my belly. I don't think you really have a belly. It's not It's not big, <laughs> but I will have to maintain. Well, maybe that will be... As soon as you turn 30. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, here's your word. You ready? Sure. Snast. Snast? Snast. Is snast the wick of a candle? Is it an ancient overshoe? Is it to cut the nails or hooves off of an animal? Is it to cover an opponent's wink with one's own in the game of tiddlywinks? <laughs> Is it a nobleman or knight? Do you know what Tiddlywinks is? Um, yeah, it's that game with like sticks. Oh. Right? I don't know. I think so. Tiddlywinks sounds like two men playing footsie under the table with their <laughs> wives sitting next to them. I'm going to say it's the last one. A nobleman or knight? Sure. And it's the wick of a candle. Oh. I believe that. <laughs> I'm wondering if we're going to get to the finish line solely by wrong answers. We might. Well, I'll bet you like, <laughs> hey, I mean, it's. It's really just, um, I was going to say fate, fate, it's but I mean kind chance. Of guess. Yeah. 
Like, if I get this one right by chance, I'm going to be one ahead of you, and then I'll... You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, let me get it then. Lolly banger. <laughs> Who's lolly? <laughs> uh, in good spirits or happy, terrifying, a very fine drizzle, rain, a man who makes shoes, a type of gingerbread filled with raisins. What was the first one? In good spirits or happy. I'm going to go with that one. That would be wrong. That's Alger. Oh, what's a lolly banger? Lolly banger is a type of gingerbread filled with raisins. Ew. The other one I was going to give you was a gulsum. Is that the shoemaker? No, that's terrifying. Oh. Lolly banger? Okay. I want to use ugglesome in my everyday speech now. What is it? Ugglesome? Terrifying. Use it. Own it. Um, I'm not really scared of anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> Lolly banger sounds disgusting. I think gingerbread is gross, and then you add raisins to it. Ew. Ew. You don't like gingerbread? I don't like gingerbread, and I think anything that has raisins baked into it is pretty gross. Do you like gingerbread lattes? Not especially, no. Oh. Mm-mm. All right, it's my I'm girl. not a fan of spice, actually. Like spiced sort of stuff. All right, you ready? I am. Your word is... I'm just trying to figure out which one I could pronounce. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what song they're listening to now. Is it Remember the Time? It's not loud enough. They turned it down. They did. They must Maybe have... they closed the door. Oh. Um, your word is strokel. <laughs> All right. Strokel. Strokel. Is it a blur? Can you spell that? No. You That's not how we Can we do. not ask that? S-T-R-O-K-L-E. I don't know if we're allowed to ask that. Okay, go ahead. Strokel. I don't know, though. Well, in the multiplayer game, everyone sees the card, right? I don't know. I don't either. Is it uh, blurred printing or type? Is it the handle of a tool, such as a saw? Is it a music machine containing two dozen trumpets and two drums? Is it a homemade wine, or is it a tool used in glass making? I'm going to say it's a tool made in glass making. You're right. Am I? Oh my god, the game was just one here. Let's see. I go forward two then. Okay. All right, here we go. Brian, by the way, got me sugar-free peeps. They were my, sitting on the table when I got here today. For those of you who don't know Mike, Mike loves sugar-free peeps. I love peeps, period. But, however, comma, these sugar-free peeps, I have diabetes, if you don't know. And these are still, they still have carbohydrates and make your blood sugar go up, but not as much as regular peeps. However, comma... Um, the packaging says, I'm quoting this, excessive consumption of polyols may cause stomach discomfort and or a mild laxative effect. So you have to eat these slowly, one at a time, give yourself some time in between, because I've eaten three packages in a row. And you learned, you learned the hard way. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> What's my word? Your word is... Hmm. Wait. No, this isn't the same one that you did, but that's weird. Rag soaker. <laughs> Feeble-minded, sorcery or witchcraft. A thief's instrument attached to a long pole for removing clothes from clotheslines. A child's spinning top or a term used in tiddlywinks for a good shot. Why are there all these Shut tiddlywink up. questions? I'm going to go with the tiddlywinks. <laughs> that would be boondocking. Oh, I was going to say boondocking, but... Um, this is actually a thief's instrument attached oh, to a long pole for removing... Oh, I was thinking of that. 
Rags, rag, maybe it's rag soaker instead of rag soaker. Yeah, I think it's soaker. Wonder why there's multiple references to Tiddlywinks. Apparently, the people who made this really enjoy that game. Is that like? Do they play that? Wait, what game is Tiddlywinks? Sticks. I think it has to do with sticks. Is it American? I don't know. Sounds un-American. Maybe we'll play it soon. Sounds un-American. All right. You ready? Yes. Your word is epistaxis. 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 Is it a mythical wart-covered bird that is always feeling sorry for itself? Is it a nosebleed? Is it a squirrel's nest? Is it a fine fellow? Or is it teamwork or partnership? A nosebleed. Shut up! Is it? Yeah, I hate your guts. <laughs> you won this game. It's anyone's game, but I'm really behind. All right. Um, Scroop. I'm ready. A dark red cooking apple. Having silky hairs. <laughs> goose grease used for medicinal purposes. Dusk. A crunching or grating sound. I'm going to go with the crunching or grating sound. That is correct. <gasps> Finally, Mike gets two. All right. I could still win this. Um, I have this friend that w- just went to, in Minnesota, they have a, this kind of game related and interesting, so I'm going to tell you. It's called Bach Festival, named after the beer. Yes. Have you heard of this? No. So I, I don't know if multiple places do stuff like this, but places where there's snow... Before the snow comes, they hide on their property. They hide, like, deer made out of plywood, fake deer, Mm -hmm. with different monetary denominations written on them. Okay. Then they let it snow all winter, and then they charge you to come in, and you can bring any instruments you want, shovels or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you go hunting, quote-unquote, for the deer. But then there's men walking around with, like, kegs on their backs, and they will refill your beers for you. So people basically are in the freezing cold snow hunting for plywood animals. But then when you find the animal, the smaller the animal, the higher the denomination. Okay. And then when you find them, then you get that much cash. Sounds like just an excuse to play in the snow and drink beer. Drink beer. Well, that's what they do really is they drink (laughs) until like they can't feel their hands and feet. And this is in Minnesota where this happens? Yeah. Near St. Paul. Interesting. Does anybody know about this? Do we have any Minnesota listeners? I didn't hear, nobody responded. I didn't hear anything. I didn't either. Oh, I guess that's a no. All right, your word, Brian, is skewings. Skewing? Skewings? Skewings. Okay. Is it a large musical instrument made of brass? Is it leftover scraps of gold leaf saved for remelting? Is it canvas used to stiffen lapels? Is it a small leaping beetle? Or is it an old woman, the opposite of gaffer, an old man? The gold leaf thing. Dang it, Brian, how do you get these right? Yes, know. you're right. I don't know. Oh, stop laughing. <laughs> you're just really good at guessing because you didn't know that. How do you know that? I don't know. Can I tell a funny story that happened to me at work this week? You may. Um, I blogged about it, so you maybe already read it, but not everyone reads my blog. That never stops you from telling the, your story. I'm telling a story, Brian. Stop. <laughs> so this, we had this guy come in who climbed Mount Everest. And he, like, had slides and pictures and had this, like, moving story about, like, how his life has changed since he's gone up that mountain and come back down. 
Mm-hmm. And he he's from London and was a little stuffy. He's a math teacher and kind of boring. Um, so all these kids were sitting there listening to his story. And at the end of his story, he says, all right, are there any questions? And this one kid jumps up like to his feet and raises his hand like an urgent question. So the guy calls on him first. And the kid's question is, why is your shirt tucked in like that? <laughs> it was very funny. Was his shirt tucked in in some unusual way? No, he was wearing a polo shirt and tight, like, black jeans, oh. and his shirt was tucked in. It was just kind of a little weird, Yeah, but it was funny. And then the guy's response was like, I'm sorry, does that make you comfortable? I will untuck it. And the kid said yes, and he didn't untuck his shirt. <laughs> weird. I love jam hands. Mm, most of the time I do. Okay. Qu- what's my word? He pee ha paw. He pee ha ha. He pee ha paw. Ha pa. I'm going to spell it for you, even though I, we're not sure if this is part of the game. Okay. Uh, and we could figure it out if we've walked over there and grabbed the rolls, but none of us want to get up. Hell no. Um, J-I-P-I. Are you going to check your text messages right My phone was... I didn't want it to vibrate while we were playing, so I was making sure it was on silent. I'm sorry. Is there something else you want to do? <laughs> J-I-P-I-J-A-P-A. So, he pee ha pa. I'm just randomly picking, so spelling did me no good okay (laughs) a little fragment of volcanic rock yeah that's silly an act in a giddy to oh to act in a giddy or frivolous manner sounds like it could be the absence of breasts dating back to one's birth what (laughs) the absence of breasts yeah like boobs i guess okay (laughs) a plant whose leaves are used in making panama hats a paste used to stiffen yarn. The paste sounds right, but I'm going to go with the... What was the frivolous one? Second one? Uh, to like, act in a giddy, giddy or frivolous manner. I'm going to go with that one. That is fribble. Shoot. <laughs> this would be a plant whose leaves are used in Oh, that hats. was my second guess. Panama. I don't know what you're singing. Panama. Uh, 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 uh. I don't know what that is. I think it's a Van Halen song. Um, your word is pyrope. Pyrope. P-Y-R-O-P-E. Okay. Is it tree sap used for arrow poison? Is it the fruit of the lime tree? Is it the Gaelic word for cheese? Is it a variety of deep red garnet? Or is it a pitchfork used for hurling manure? Garnet. Yeah, it's Garnet. <laughs> How do you know these? You've gotten like four in a row. Did you go through the box before I came over? No, I'm thinking about the word. I'm not doing any of that. I well, I'm just guessing. Pyrope is fire. Fire is reddish. Garnets are red, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Brian's two away from the wind. I am, and I am one, two, three. Oh, it's my turn to read to you. I'm 14 away from the wind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There are many other words that I could use on this. Okay. (laughs) What's so funny? Spermologer. (gasps) Spermologer? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I want one. Spermologer. (laughs) Spermologer. Okay, let's go. 
A practice baseball exercise in which a player tosses a ball in the air and bats it to the outfielder. Okay, I could see it in my head. A paid housekeeper. <laughs> a type of emerald. A gatherer of seeds to attach a feather on an arrow. This is, I think sperm is like see, my seed, so I'm going to go with the gatherer of seeds. That is correct. Whoa! <laughs> see, I thought about it and I made it. See? Spermalodger, that's weird. The practice baseball exercise in which player tosses ball in the air and bats it to the outfielder is called fungo. Oh. All right, if Brian gets this one, he wins. BTW. Your word is willy waz. <laughs> okay. Is willy waz strong, violent winds? Is it a type of smelly hair gel? Is it underarm hair? Is it to favor the left hand? Or is it an incredible desire to drink any kind of liquid? Willy Waz. I'm going to say it's an incredible desire to link any, drink any liquid. That would be anadipsia. Oh. Willy Waz is strong, violent winds. Oh, okay. Mike's catching up. <laughs> Peter Sham. Okay. I went to high school with someone named that. His name was Peter Sham. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Jokes. A lucky charm or good luck piece. A 16th century helmet. A heavy woolen coat. What you get when you mate a zebra and it's with a yak. <laughs> a slovenly young woman. I'm going to go with the, because of sham, I'm going to go with coat. The overcoat. That would be correct. Yay. See, I shouldn't have told you. My Your strategy t- was <laughs> strategy. to think, think about it. Wow. Oh, wait. Who would have known? You just had to think. All right. Again, if Brian gets this one, he wins. All right. Your word is scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. Is it a spoiled child raised by its grandmother? Engraved ornamental ivory or shell the night before tonight? Music in the morning, as opposed to serenade, music in the evening. Or is it a cough medicine which has to be licked? What's the second one? Engraved, ornamental, ivory, or shell. I'm going to say that. Man, you got it. I win. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. That wasn't horrible. I think this might be more fun if we played with a group. I agree. Because in the group, we didn't explain the rules, but in the most of you probably know what how to play Boulder Dash, but you come up with your own definitions and we put them on paper and you get points if someone picks your definition for this very difficult word. Right. So there's a little bit of like creativity involved. Creativity involved, exactly. Yeah. So what do you think about this game? I don't hate it. Like I said, I'd enjoy it more with bigger group, I think. So okay. would you pull it out at a party? Eh, maybe if there was a big group, sure. Yeah. If there was only two people at a party, it'd probably be time to leave anyway. Probably. Just saying. That's not really a party. That's just hanging out. Right. That's it for this episode of Game Night, guys. Links, show notes, and photos of this game can be found on our website, GameNightGuys.com. 
You can also email us your suggestions at hello at gamenightguys.com. Leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. And follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Mr. Mike Lawson. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us and tell us about your game nights on Facebook at facebook.com slash game night guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you're invited to our next game night. It's your move. Bye-bye. Bye. What's a Bilbo? Yeah. <laughs> it's a dildo for a man.